and welcome to Sisters in Service. I am your host, Kat Corchado. What comes to mind when I say the word transition? For most of us, we think about our transition from the military and for me, how unprepared I was for that time in my life. But think about the transitions we have had to make since we were children, going from grade school to high school and high school to college, having a boyfriend to becoming engaged to being married, having no children to having a child plus, moving across the country versus staying in the same town or city you grew up in, or deciding to enlist in the armed services. These are some instances of things we have encountered in our lives. But let's look at it a little differently. All the transitions I talked about are all temporary. We adjust and move on because they fit neatly into a box. But what about those transitions that aren't considered normal by others and do not fit into that box? What if you decided to not have children or chose to have children and not be married? Maybe you knew you were gay or transsexual or you wanted to bypass the traditional job after college and travel. My point is this. Transitions that are considered normal don't need any explanation. Getting married, having kids, going to college, etc. But when a transition is considered other than normal, like your decision to not have kids or to not go to college or even to pursue a career in acting, the transition is ongoing all the time. Because you have to explain yourself. Think about it for a minute. You don't have to explain your reasons for getting married, not having a traditional job because you want to be an entrepreneur, right? But when you make a decision that people feel is not appropriate for them, they feel the need to question and pass judgment. Whether you want it or not, the problem I have is that this is ongoing. You keep having to explain yourself all the time. I have found since leaving the military, that I have to explain my veteran status, what I did in the military, how long did I serve, did I do combat. Don't get me wrong, sometimes people are just interested, and I don't have a problem with that. My problem starts with the people that want to pass judgment on me and my service and challenge my veteran status. I told my husband that even after 20 years since my retirement from the military, I feel like I'm still transitioning. Sometimes it's info I wasn't aware existed, and maybe it's because things have changed since I left, or new and improved strategies to help veterans. But a lot of times I'm explaining my service, my retirement, and my veteran status to absolute strangers. I thought it was just civilians asking these questions, but now I'm hearing instances of male veterans questioning a female veteran status, saying things like, you don't have a real job in the military or your service doesn't count because you weren't stationed where there was combat or you don't look like a veteran. Oh, and here's my all-time favorite. The reason the country is in debt is because of people like me getting to retire at the age of 42 years old. Some of you may have seen a post I put on Facebook about a shirt I bought and it says the following. Assuming I am like most women is your first mistake. And underneath it says U.S. Air Force. I love this shirt, but for some reason, a woman, not a veteran, felt as though I was putting down women who did not enlist in the military. First of all, most women do not enlist in the military, which makes us a part of a very elite club. Second, why did she feel compelled to feel that way? Almost as if I had left her out of the equation. 
But to be honest, she never was in the equation. So do you see why I feel as though I'm still transitioning? I don't think it will change either. And I'm okay with that piece. But what I'm not okay with is the fact that people do not accept the explanation of my service as a veteran. And as I get older, I simply don't care anymore. I don't have to fit into anyone's idea of what a female veteran looks like ever. One other point I'd like to make is about our current situation. And you know what I'm talking about, COVID. That's been the latest transition we've all had to make since early this year. What concerns me is my sisters in service who have clinical depression, anxiety, PTSD, or are in abusive relationships. Now is the time if you haven't before to reach out to your tribe. Let us know you need help and how we can help you. As women veterans, we are so good at doing it all. We don't have to ask for help, even when we know we may need it. Because in the words of my father-in-law, also a veteran, I've got this. Or maybe because of being home working and being home trying to get your kids to do schoolwork and being at home all the time. There's no reprieve. There's no place to go to be quiet for a few minutes. And I get it. But try to get involved with a group of women vets that meet on a weekly basis online. A safe place for you to be you and not have to explain everything all the time. I know you're going to say that you're tired of being on Zoom, and I get it. But what about being on Zoom with women who understand what you're going through? And if they don't, at least you can vent or talk about it. I'm not saying it's the end all and everything will be great. You may have to do some homework to find that group or maybe have your own group, but it's a start. We don't know when this will end, but I can tell you that I will be there when it does. So when someone challenges your status, whatever status that may be, say it with conviction and pride. I used to say that I was a first round draft pick coming out of the military, expecting job offers and praise for my service. And when I didn't get it, I thought the problem was me. But now I know that I don't have to fit into anyone's box because I am still that first round draft pick because I believed in myself and what I bring to the table. I wear my veteran status proudly and in every way to let people know what I am, a proud female veteran. Thank you for listening. And if you have any questions or comments, you can go to my website at sistersinservice.org. Don't forget the dash after sisters and before service. You can also email me at sistersinservice at gmail.com. That's sistersinsvc at gmail.com. Episode three will be available November 17th, and we'll be speaking with a Vietnam Navy veteran who, along with his son, helps bring shelter dogs and veterans together. I hope you will join us, and I also hope you will subscribe for future episodes. In the meantime, please stay safe and take care of each other. Until next time.